1: Alrighty, Donna and Steve back at it on My Talk 1071. everything entertainment including music. Good beat. It's, it's time to talk music.
0: I enjoy music
1: with Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat, beat. Beat, 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 beat. I could probably lose the kick it. I'm just testing it out for a while.
2: No, I like it. I think it's fun. It's fun.
1: Oh, thanks, Steve. Donna,
2: quickly, I'm sorry, but before you get into the future of concerts, we were corrected on Twitter um, by David
1: Ingrid. Hey, Dave.
2: And uh, he said regarding the David Copperfield movie that we were referencing, you thought it was about the magician David Copperfield. I was in like, no, Donna, it's about the life of the author David Copperfield. He made a good point. David Copperfield is a character in a book called David Copperfield written by Charles Dickens.
1: Oh. So it's just
2: a retelling of the book, very famous, David Copperfield. There is no author named David Copperfield.
1: Got it. David, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Now this. Um, so the future of concerts looks pretty good, if you ask me. Really? Okay. I think so. Hold on. I'm getting back to my page that I seem to have lost. Oh, exciting. Okay. So click on that link. I link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com under the show links page. Okay. So the UK did its first major outdoor concert, and it gives us a glimpse of what is probably going to be our new norm, which I don't think looks so bad. Hmm. Uh, There's an artist named Sam Fender. Are you familiar? No. Nor am I. Anyway, he performed for 2,500 people at um, some arena in Newcastle on Tuesday night, marking what's believed to be the country's first socially distanced entertainment event since the restrictions of coronavirus. So this outdoor venue, what they do is they... The setup includes 500 separate seating sections with metal barricades around you, okay? Okay. So let's say there's four of us, you, me, Rob, and, and Dawn all go to a concert. Four of us sit in our own little cube, and then the next cube is six feet away with those people in their group who one would assume have been exposed to one another, and they're okay with that. And that's, that's how it rolls. What hmm. do you think? I think it looks really doable. I mean, you're not going to make a ton of money unless you really increase those uh, ticket prices. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it looks good. You don't like it. No, it's, like, not, it. it's not that
2: I don't like it. It's... Same I, I mean, are you really at less risk, I guess, with people that you know? You don't know if they have it or not.
1: Well, I'm just going to assume you're with your family, okay?
2: Yeah, but that's not usually what happens. I mean, let's just really test it.
1: Well, that, wear let's... a mask. You could sit there and wear a mask. And well, then if you could wear a mask outdoors,
2: then you could wear a mask with anybody. I, here's 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 my beef with some of this stuff. Is there's a there's a lot of like everybody's trying hard. I'm just saying when you really, really test it, does it hold up? Because I think that in some, with some of the parameters, the, it provides a false sense of security. And then the sure. absence of it might almost give you like a false sense of insecurity. I, I, Everybody's trying hard. I get it. I just don't know that I'm full bore into that yet. Because if you just went with three of your friends, you don't know where the frick your three friends have been well, in the last... Just- No, but my point is, you you don't know where they have been. If they've been to Target, they might have it. And so, so too might someone else who would be in a cube near you. It's like, it's kind of contained. It's kind of, I kind of get it. I don't know. I just feel, I just feel meh about it.
1: I know. I I think what's happening are people, as you know, are making an effort to get the economy getting back a little bit.
2: And I think that's great.
1: It just looks like a whole bunch of VIP seating for everybody in these little pods. I don't know. I mean, what, what we're just supposed to sit here and not do anything?
2: No, I think that I think that we should do things. I think that doing things is good. I just think there's the there are these elements of uh, false sense of security. It's kind of like we—it's like we straddle the fence. We we have inconsistencies when we really look at how we do things. What is safe and what is not safe? Again, I would argue, being at shopping at Target, touching things that someone else has picked up—picked up that box of crackers right before you did. Oh, for sure. And but what is it? It's it's like okay, you're in there. You're everywhere else. It's like well, if we do it, you know, the fact that movie theaters are just now um, opening now, part of that is because they didn't have new movies to show. But there are people that will, that will shame you when you go to a movie theater soon enough because they'll just say that's just too cavalier of an approach. But don't tell me that if you've shopped at a grocery store.
1: Well, I think the difference is, and we did get a couple of emails about this, is that you're quickly passing people in a grocery store, whereas you're sitting for a longer duration in one place with possible exposure.
2: I think I disagree because they're okay. going to be so, you're going to be socially distanced. It's not like they're doing 100% capacity. I just I just don't sign off on everything that comes out. I'm not like, oh, good idea. Yeah, that's smart. Okay. I, it's like there's, I mean, do you, what do you think? Do you, everything that comes out, are you like, that's a great idea? No, or do you no. think this might be unnecessary?
1: I think, hey, somebody's trying. You know, they're putting an effort in. Everybody's trying,
2: their best. trying for sure.
1: Uh, the one thing I might do is require, if I were in charge, mm-hmm. I would require masks. Or, I don't know, Steve. Nobody has all the answers, you know?
2: Yeah, I know.
1: You're my best bud.
2: You're one of my buds. You you're my absolute, buddy boo. You're in my group of top 50 or 50, 5075-ish buds. Like, all the time, you know what thank I mean?
1: Like, yeah, thank you. Um, you know, somebody did a massive corn maze in honor of Charlie Daniels, and it's really sweet, so much so that I think, was it his wife, or his, um, his official Instagram page re-posted um, it, and it just says, no words, Team CDB. Hmm. And it's Charlie Daniels. It's really cool. This is somebody's farm, clearly. And then it says 1936 to 2020. So it's a a tribute, and it's just really sweet, and I love it. I love it. I think that's really sweet. They didn't have to do Charlie Daniels. And his wife loves it. So, all right, I'm going to go. Where are you headed?
2: Where are you going? I don't know.
1: Maybe to can. I don't know. Get some water. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to do?
2: You know... Just probably hang, get jacked All up right. for the next segment because right, I'm pumped about it. Uh, will Halloween be canceled? No one's canceled it just yet, so people are making plans and they're already mm. plotting what their costumes might look like.
1: <gasps> Steve, we'll I'm so proud of you. You didn't Thank say you costumes.
2: Much. I have to slow it down when I say you it sh- correctly.
1: Slow it down, yeah. But
2: we will open the list <gasps> of costumes that people are wearing. Thank you very much. What? That. Wonder what tops the list, by the yes. way. We'll get, uh, tell you when we return on Don and Steve on My Talk.
1: You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine here, Steve Patterson over there. Stick him up, yeah? Yeah. Brother Rob filling in for producer Don McLean. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I like
2: Brother Rob's hello.
1: hello. It's like
2: his signature. When you check in with him, he gives you hello. Hello. I bet that's how he answers the hey, phone. Hi, bro. You get a lot of phone calls, Brother Rob? I don't. Just do, you, and, um, do you place a lot of calls? I do not. Donna, you're on the phone probably at least once a day, eh?
1: Don't hey. yeah, Okay, okay. Maybe once a day, once every other day. You yeah. Know. Yeah, sure. Buddy, keep it down. Um, thank you for asking. No, so, what's Hall- Halloween going to look like this year?
2: Well, if you have your way, we won't have it at all. Sorry. You got it, buddy. Sorry, Halloween, it's not canceled yet. And I really hope that it doesn't get canceled. But it might, guys, because anything can get canceled at any given moment. Remember when the Big Ten thought they were going to be playing football like a week ago? And then, boom, season canceled. So, I'm sorry, it's delayed until the spring. So, we're hoping that Halloween still happens, but we have to watch what happens to the virus this fall. If it does Go on if they if there are no restrictions ninety six percent of parents still plan to celebrate Halloween, and this is according to a poll done by Party city
1: oh, of course,
2: <laughs> I love Party City. you need some streamers. you go to Party City. you need a hanging happy birthday sign that you can tack into the wall above like the door frame. you know where you go
1: Party city
2: seven and Part- ten
1: Party City, Wayne. I was so Was that Garth? Yeah. Let's hear it again. (laughs) I don't want to.
2: Party City, Wayne. (laughs) I mean, it's been a while since I've seen the movie. Uh, Seven and 10 parents are also looking for alternatives uh, to like your standard trick or treating. So I think that they say more people are going to be doing decorations this year. Expect some neighborhood parades whatever that means or looks like. Maybe the kids all in their costume, walking around since they may or may not be able to go door to door at that time.
1: Right, right.
2: And then also people leaving bags of candy on doorsteps so that it is uh, contact free. I think yeah, you see a lot it, of that.
1: That's a great idea. Like little individually wrapped yeah. bags. And Please then just if you, take one.
2: If you like seeing the trick-or-treaters, then you can sit outside like on the stoop and then have it away. And then you can wish them a happy Halloween and all that. Or you can just be... You know, one of the people that hides in the back living room and just like just here, it's a bowl of candy, please don't ring my doorbell.
1: Exactly.: I'm watching a show. I mean, I know those people.
2: You know those people. they're out there. Uh, well, here are what some of the the top trending costumes are.: Oh
1: my God, Sorry about
2: that. at this point. Okay. What just happened in your studio? I Who did you just apologize to? Is there a so... ghost?
1: No, my dog appeared out of nowhere. Oh, hey, Buddy. Buddy Boo. Buddy Boo. Get him to speak. Buddy, Buddy, speak. Speak. Bark, Buddy. He's been making a lot of noise. I can't believe you didn't hear him.
2: No, lean the mic down toward him. Let's see if we can hear any mouth sounds. All
1: right, here we go. Here's
2: Buddy. Here's her dog. Buddy. Is he breathing?
1: He is. Here we go. Oh, he just yawned. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Oh, man. I know, right? Okay, so I'm super curious how this is going to work.
2: Uh, number one on the list were horror movie characters. Because one of the reasons they think is people might be looking for costumes that incorporate masks. So like Michael Myers, there's a mask. Freddy Krueger, there's a mask. I think you'll see more masks this year.
1: I th- I think it would be fun to see someone dressed up as the coronavirus.
2: I think you'll see a lot of that.
1: In a mask.
2: I think you will see. They say that uh, people will be... Um, showing up as like everyday heroes. So like doctors, nurses, police officers, oh, firefighters that you might see more of like the hometown hero look going door to door. Also video game characters. They're expecting to see a lot of Fortnite characters, Halo, and even Super Mario costumes. This okay. Year. That's
1: fun. That's fun.
2: Characters from Frozen will be back this year because of Frozen 2 having come out. Uh, what was that? When did it come out? Was that last year? When did it come out? It was this year. I don't remember hmm. when it came out. Number five on the list: Tiger King costumes.
1: That's funny. I mean, dressing up as the Tiger King—that's so exotic. fun to wear a mullet. Yes,
2: the mustache. You just need a Joe
1: Dirt um, wig. Yep. That'll work. That's all you need.
2: Carol Baskin. Hmm, that's, that's good. Plural. Carol Baskins. Want, nope. Just singular, Carol Baskin. There's only one of her.
1: It's the one.
2: Wonder Woman characters comes in at number uh, six. Harley Quinn and some other characters from Birds of Prey. You love that movie, Donna.
1: Oh, God. Oh, man. So good. I almost fell asleep, but I did finish it. That is a complete lie. I don't know why okay. I said those words. I
2: like that okay. you went with it. Improv, Donna, Stevie Ray. We can lie. <laughs> just bl- I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind
0: item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Flame Stevie Ray's yes, Comedy and... Cabaret. Okay. Number eight. This I like this. I like this. Old school skeletons. Skeletons are good.
1: I'd like to see some like more a skeletons.
2: Skeleton. And... If any year it's good for you to just throw a sheet over and be a ghost, this is the year. Face covering, eye holes, you're good to go. <laughs> right? This is the That's most fun. appropriate year for the, for the bedsheet ghost.
1: I love it. I love it.
2: Um, some other undead costumes that they expect people to be showing up in are zombies, vampires, Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos. Hmm. And then politicians or maybe anything election related at that point will be, goodness, just a week out. From uh, from election night, a presidential election, so you could see some some politicians showing up at your door. Right. Here was a That's question. That's fun. Okay. A question that my daughter. I, I was about to say. I'll tell you how I got there. I was about to say China, and then I thought, you know, my my daughter asked me this question from like one of those kids' joke books yesterday. Yeah. And it was just random. Que- this uh, they have jokes, but then they just have questions, and the question without any answer was. What do people in China call their nice plates?
1: Ah, right? Funny. Buddy. Buddy, What's going you.
2: on? Is he, is he safe? He's now sounding like he's in some sort of peril. We're hearing more.
1: He gets mad if I'm talking to somebody else. And because he just rose from a nap, he's mm. aware that I'm, I'm not paying attention. So he's uh. laying by my feet.
2: How old is Buddy.
1: He's nine. Thank you for asking, Steve. You're my best buddy.
2: And how long is a uh, li- the life expectancy for a lab? No. He's a lab, yeah?
1: How dare you?
2: <laughs> this, is a, this, don't, this is a normal question. What's the life expectancy uh, for a lab? Twelve, maybe? Oh, jeez. Really?
1: That's a few years away. <sighs> what are you doing? What are you doing right now?
2: Oh, boy. Is he a Labrador retriever? Yes or no?
1: He's a, uh, yes, part. Oh, I don't know what the other part is. He's ten, very large. He's like ten, 90 10 pounds. to
2: 14 years. That's what Google oh, says. Lord. Fine. What dog ten? has the longest life expectancy?
1: Probably a little dog. I would imagine a, the tiny, tiny ones.
2: Like a Yorkie. Like
1: um, a Yorkie. Like oh. a...
2: Oh, my gosh. Um, an Australian cattle dog. There was an Australian cattle dog who holds oh, the Guinness World Record. He, oh my gosh, he lived to 29
1: years. Wow. And those aren't small dogs. Wow. They're not big dogs, but they're not like tiny little toy looking dogs. Right.
2: And there was a beagle that lived to 28 years, 1975 to 03.
1: That's wow. incredible. I bet the longest living cat is probably 30. What do you think? Things longest, that make you go. I'm like going to say cool.
2: 37. Hang on. Okay. All right. This is great. This is, riv-
1: this is riveting.
2: Uh, nineteen sixty-seven to two thousand five. That is thirty-seven.
1: Oh, <gasps> are you kidding? That's incredible. Thanks for sharing that interesting information with the whole Twin, Twin Cities, Cities, the whole world, up. actually. Yeah, you're right. All right, Chat. we're gonna go. All right. We'll be right back. So
2: I came across this about Disney, and I was like, oh, I'll read the article about Disney. It'll make me feel like I'm at Disney.
1: Oh, that's sweet.
2: The psychological tricks Disney parks use to make long wait times more bearable. Cute little article on mental floss. There are some very long lines, and you can find yourself at Disney World, and at the end of the day, if you don't play your cards right, if you don't fast pass appropriately, you're like, oh, jeez. We were on six rides today. We were, we were here for 11 hours, and we rode a total oh, of six rides. That can be a little bit sucks. of a bummer, especially you know, when they say like, there's a queue that just has 200 people zigzagging around ropes. If that's just one big, large open room, it's easy for the waiting guest to feel overwhelmed because well, that design allows riders to see exactly how many people are in line in front of them, which isn't necessarily a good thing when the line well, is long.
1: One thing that Disney is really good at is, and maybe this is what you're about to tell us, is kind of keeping you entertained, like Rock and Roller Coaster. Have you gone on that? Yes. I don't know if it's changed, but you know, as you're walking through, you stop because you're in a recording studio with Aerosmith. Yes. And yeah, like it just keeps you busy as you're
2: kind of. That's where they crush it. That's where they do so so well. They're so good at it. Think of any other amusement park like growing up. You remember the lines? You just wait and you would see how long it was. And then you would just wait. And it was like one ride after another ride after another ride. And you would slowly inch your way up. And to think that you would get into a line as a kid, and not at Disney, just at any amusement park. And you might know, all right, to get on this roller coaster, we're going to be in this line for an hour. And then you would just sit and chat in usually hot, sticky weather to have about 60 to 90 seconds of excitement. That's yeah. that's kind of cool. You, you like something remember, enough to do that.
1: I remember waiting in line, and it wasn't Disney. We It was like one of those Six Flags. It was called Great Adventure in New Jersey. And there was a tree or a post that was just covered in chewed up gum. gum. Yep. Everybody just would leave their gum on there, and they made this, like, piece of art with all of their dna and
2: saliva it's like there's that wall in uh in seattle a famous wall that gum Mm -hmm. wall and i i think that's at almost every old school amusement park there was the thunderbolt at kennywood in pennsylvania and it was everybody would stick their gum right on the wall right before they finally went up to like the final ramp so you knew you were really close and it was just littered with gum Well, Imagineers at Disney, they prevent the riders from seeing each and every person that is ahead of them in the line queue. And they do that like one way on Space Mountain, for example. They have walls that are built around the twisting path so that riders don't really have a clear idea as to how much farther they have to go until they're deeper into the building, which stops people from giving up when they first get into the line. Now, another example of the uh, deception that these designers use. They call it the Machiavellian twist. So if you've ever been pleasantly surprised by a line that moved faster than you expected, that was intentional. The signs that list wait times at the beginning of ride queues purposefully inflate the numbers. That way, when a wait that was supposed to be 120 minutes goes by in 90 minutes, you feel like you have more time than you did before. But it's tough to get your brain around waiting 90 minutes for one
1: ride. Ugh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't.
2: The, the bonus is, like, some of these new rides um, and attractions at the Star Wars land that they have at Disney, they are, lo- like, I think one of the rides is 17 or 18 minutes long. So, it, it, it's an attraction. So, at least you do get a little more payoff in that regard, you know?
1: Yeah. But still. still,
2: yeah. I mean, time is a ticking. Lot. And you ha- that's why you have to have... Multiple oh, days God. to do Disney.
1: Steve, if you were there with your kids, I don't know how people do it with more than two kids because it would just be like, I'm hot. Yeah. I'm thirsty. Mom, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. It's a
2: pretty know. good
1: depiction, isn't it?
2: It is. It kind of just made me irritated hearing you do that. <laughs> the only time I've been to Disney yet with the kids uh, is when my I think my daughter was four and my son was two. And my wife was uh, eight months pregnant.
1: Oh my God, why would you do that to her? Eight and a
2: half, maybe? Because we were there. It was spur of the moment, we were in Southern California, we were so close, let's do it. And I spent so much of that day holding both kids. I remember my arms, and you've seen my biceps in person, Donna, how would you describe them? Intimidating?
1: Um, Weak, Okay. saggy.
2: (laughs) Can't tell which side is the top and which Bony. is the bottom. <laughs> At the end of that day, my arms what? hurt so bad; it was just like a deep ache. And I realized I had taken them there a little bit too early. They were a little spooked by some of the characters there, but we were so... Can I just lament
1: for a second, Donna? What? It's sure, illegal sorry, to complain up. now. I don't know what got into me.
2: I was so close. We were so close to getting there, and it was gonna be great. We had multiple days to go to the park, two different hotels we were going to go to. It was going to be so great. And now when? I know I sound like an entitled brat right now, but when will life be normal when we don't have to contemplate, should we go to Disney now with masks on with kids?
1: I wouldn't. I wonder how Jason liked
2: his Disney trip.
0: He I do, too. There.
1: He was there for a while. Yeah. Rob, Wonder do how you know? what how hot it was. He no, he's
0: uh, going to tell us on Monday when he's back.
1: Oh, he's not back yet? No, he's huh. out.
0: Yep. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I think he's... Mm, well, I'm here all next week, but I think he's back uh, Monday. Sorry. Okay.
1: Wow, he's been gone a long time.
0: I think a couple of weeks. Yeah.
1: Wow. I, I, I'm, a, I'm curious It nice. to... Must be nice to be the head honcho of the stuff. <laughs>
2: Uh, I think it will be uh, curious to hear what his take was. Because remember, we had a caller who called in, and I was like, I can't imagine being in Florida in the heat of summer with a mask on with kids. And then that person called in and said, hey, it was great. There are very low lines. It's much better than you might think it would be.
1: Okay, I like that. Yeah. That sounds great.
2: Nick Universe is doing some interesting things now, too. Nick Universe is open again. They opened earlier this week uh, at Mall of America. And some big changes that we kind of were talking about on Twin Cities Live could actually be better for families. So when you get a pass now, I think the pass used to be like thirty bucks or something in the neighborhood of thirty. Now okay. it's ni- nineteen ninety nine a ticket. Notice I didn't say twenty bucks, Donna. Because nineteen ninety nine feels better. Nineteen ninety nine per ticket, and you get uh, you get access to the park for two hours, only two hours. But there are a maximum of 250 people that are allowed in the park at any given time which essentially means there are no lines you get run of the joint and so that means and why I think this is good for parents with kids and having taken my kids there before and planning to do it again you you really just want to hit it hard for a little bit and then you're kind of ready And because kids just start getting antsy and maybe attacked it on to the end of a Mall of America shopping day or whatever. So the idea of going in two hours of we're not waiting in any lines, what are we doing that roller coaster again? Great. Let's go on that ride. And you could probably get through a whole bunch of rides, have a ton of fun in two hours and then get out of Dodge.
1: Yeah, I like it. I think it works. By the way, Jason was in Disney until August 7th. He's back. This is coming from our boss, one Amy Daniels.
2: Can she be trusted? Mm. jury's out. Wonder what he. I'll, I'll be curious to hear to hear what he thought. Yeah, now, I
1: would really. Uh, you know, and don't forget, uh, he's got a podcast, Two Fairy Godfathers. Right. I'm sure we can hear about it on the podcast too. Where you get your podcast? And then Thank I want to you. know, like, what
2: did he see with kids too? Because I know he's there without kids, but I'm sure he's seeing these families go around. Are you seeing more right. tantrums than normal? Or is right. everybody seem fine? Are the lines yeah. lower for everybody? I don't know.
1: Yeah, it'll be good to hear.
2: Hey, Donna, knock, knock.
1: Who's there? Eh. Eh. Who? Imgrind.
2: <laughs> David Imgrind, a faithful Twitter. Thank you, David.
1: Oh, my God. Nice shout out. Um, what's going on with the NBA now? Are they going to start letting people inside their bubble?
2: Yeah, they are. On a ve- and It's like a very specific way of doing it. So they're all in the bubble down in Orlando, speaking of Disney. And uh, they are going to begin allowing some people in later this month. But there are some very strict rules. And they're clearly trying to block players from inviting, like, you know, maybe some folks that they met on social media to come and enjoy an evening with them. Um, So it's a no for, they put, quote, any individual the player has not previously met in person or with whom the player has had limited in-person interactions, like ones known by the player only through social media or an intermediary. That is not allowed. Guests that come into the bubble will be required to quarantine for seven days first, then take a charter flight to Orlando, then quarantine for four more days on the Disney campus. Now, players will be allowed to have up to four guests, and children don't count as long as they're under 32 inches. And for everyone's safety, they will be required to keep their hands, arms, and legs inside the bubble at all times, my friends, which means you can't like just go out and about and say, I'm going to go to Downtown Disney today and shop. You can't. Once you're in the bubble, you're in the bubble. Wow. That's it. Guests will be allowed in beginning August 31st, just in time for the second round of the playoffs. So there will already be fewer teams that are still in it. But this is, I like so this. interesting. It's strict. But listen, guess who hasn't had any issues yet? The, the NBA. NBA. Guess who has What happens in Major the bubble? Baseball. States
1: in the bubble. Yes. Yes. The, football.
2: The bubble seems to be the uh the way to go. So it is strict, but that's what you have to do in order to actually play out an NBA playoff season and declare a champion.
1: You got to be in the bubble. You got to get it, the bubble. You got to be bubble boy.
2: Bubble boy? Did
1: you see that episode?
2: Of course. Great episode. Great episode. Uh, did the uh, did the uh, bubble, bubble, bubble deflate was at kind
1: the end? Of a yeah, the bubble <laughs> boy remember. you had a great sympathy
2: for at the beginning. And, mean. <laughs> and then he was this real brat. You're like, keep him in that bubble.
1: We're talking about Seinfeld in case you're not aware. Anyway, we digress. We got to go. When we come back, we're going to get tipsy. You, you are killing it, man.
2: Well, there are a ton of... You got me uh, thinking yesterday with that TikTok video of how to clean stained Tupperware. I was mm-hmm. looking up other cleaning hacks. There are a bunch that we have never talked about, including the right way... To take care of like your stainless steel appliances and to restore oh, their shine all over again. I
1: cannot. Oh, Steve, you have no idea how relatable and necessary this information is. Stick
2: around! Yeah, it's next on Donna and Steve.
1: Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson at Just Service. Blah, you know blah. What time Hey, Steve, you know what time it is? I know. Time for a tip. Everybody on
0: the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the
2: show getting Well, if you, have, uh, if you have stainless steel appliances and you think, oh, they don't look like they did when we first got them, you're going to want to hear this. Clark.com, a website I've never heard of. I wonder if there's a guy named Clark behind it. I want the backstory of Clark.com. I know this. They put together this giant list of home cleaning hacks. One of them being how to clean your stainless steel appliances. So they can obviously be stained with fingerprints constantly.
1: Scratches.
2: (sighs) The whole thing. Now, scratches, you might be on your own. I don't know.
1: It's a whole thing.
2: But to give them a good, clean shine, all you need is a microfiber cloth, or even just a soft cloth, and some rubbing alcohol. Now, if you really want to get your stainless steel super clean, You can use a few drops of olive oil as well. Now, a few other ways that you can do it is you can use dish soap and water. That will clean the surface and then dry any wet spots off and use a few drops of either baby or mineral oil on a second cloth to restore the shine.
1: Okay, so wait. First, we start with dishwashing liquid yeah, dish water, soap and like water. A,
2: put the rag in there and then wipe it off. That way, we're going to get all of the fingerprints, all the smudges off okay. of the stainless steel. Then dry okay. it. I want you to thoroughly dry it. Do you understand what I'm saying? You got to yes. dry it.
1: Okay, I've done all of this to my fridge, and it just.
2: Mm, did you then a use a few drops of baby or mineral oil on a second cloth to make it shine?
1: Um. No, I you did even get the spots olive oil. Off. I did olive oil.
2: You can okay, also spray so, WD-40 on the appliance and then wipe away with a soft cloth as well.
1: Okay. So first step, dishwashing liquid and water, then wipe it completely dry with a whatever. Mm-hmm. Then the next step is a little mineral oil. Mm-hmm. And or, that will make it shine. Can I use olive oil?
2: They say mineral or baby there, but uh, in a they have multiple ways to do it. One says a few drops of olive oil could do it, but if you've already done olive oil and you don't feel good about it, why not, how about WD-40? <laughs> just spray the rag and then just grease that puppy down. That sucker will be so slippery, okay. you won't even be able to open it. And then
1: we're it. done? Then but what happens? Then you're done. Hmm.
2: Hey. Interesting. Hey. You don't like any of hey. those.
1: Nope. I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to do it today. On Donna, you
2: always say that when you're watching a show you're throwing in a load of whites, which makes us mm-hmm. always think that you're very inefficient when it comes to doing the laundry. I see you doing like 3 <laughs> articles at a time. It's daily laundry. There are some people who daily grocery shop. They just get one small bag for dinner that night. Right. And that's you, you're just like underwear, socks, shirt. Let's wash.
1: Yeah. Here's what I you just can use do. use that term as a generic washing clothes.
2: I like to think that you have that washing machine on err a day. It just makes it makes me happy. You do, you. Use baking soda for brighter, cleaner laundry. Just pour a cup okay. of baking soda in with the wash, and your clothes will come out even brighter and cleaner. Will do. When's the last time you cleaned your blinds?
1: Oh, don't get me started on blinds. I mean, you almost have to take them down and hose them off in the yard.
2: Okay. There's so much
1: dust. So much You're dust. You're
2: not alone. They're pretty dirty, probably. If you haven't cleaned them in a while, here's an easy solution from Clark.com.
1: Hey, Clark! Bob!
2: <laughs> combine, <laughs> combine equal parts water and vinegar in a bowl and then right. get a sock to put over your hand. Dip okay. the sock into the solution of water and vinegar and then run it over each slat of the blinds to remove any dirt or dust. That'll give you nice, even pressure as you okay, go I'll across it. it, too. Okay. Ooh, Bob! <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: You have to, you have to have tell to... people why you're doing that.
2: I'm going to get you a clip, too, <laughs> Brother Rob. Um, there, we keep referencing this. I don't know why... poor Bob Ross Bob Ross was on Donahue once this is in the height of Bob Ross's fame what a peaceful gentle soul he was God rest his soul (laughs) and he was on Donahue and then Donahue just like took him to task on his show while he was actually, he was painting he was live painting in front of his audience and Rob I'm gonna um, here I'm gonna give you a link so that we can play this for everyone I'll put it right down here in the old tipsy grid. And uh, and poor Bob just probably thought, this is great, a whole new audience is going to see my work. And then Donahue, in typical Donahue fashion, it's there for you, Rob, you can play it right from the top, uh, just went bananas on him for no reason. It was just, it was crazy. (laughs) Here's uh, Donahue yelling at Bob Ross for Uh... no... You see it there? You might have an ad...
0: Yeah, I might have just, an ad, so I'll need a
1: second.
2: Okay, okay you just tell us all when right. it's ready. It'll be Donahue yelling at poor Bob Ross in '94. The guy didn't deserve it. God
1: help, God help all the Bobs that call our radio station during Bob! the show. <laughs> even okay, Mary has it bad. Oh,
0: okay. I think we got it here. Say it out loud. Your work will never hang in a museum, no. Bob. <laughs> well, maybe it will, but probably not. This is small Because name. why, Bob? What's the deal here? What are you telling her? Well, I'm trying to teach people a form of art that anybody can do. This is you, art for anyone. You to have to see to the own video, own
2: Donna. Click on the link so that funny. you can see the video again, and let's play it from the top because donna He then first does a, an air squat halfway down, holds it, and then he just like arms in the air, Bob. Bob? <laughs> Bob? Oh, no. Say it out
0: loud. Your work oh, will never hang I in a museum. No. Bob? <laughs> well, maybe it will, but probably not this morning. Because, because just... why? Really I you? can't. And
2: then Bob Ross gets so scared by Donahue that he says, and he's trying to say Smithsonian, and he totally butchers the word. Listen to Bob Ross this time. Try to say the word Smithsonian after bully Phil Donahue scared the crap out of him. Let's play it from the top.
0: Oh, Wait a minute, why was Donahue all on the guy's? We don't know!
1: It's just the way we'll, he. he will never
2: hang in a museum,
1: no. Bob!
0: Well, maybe it will, but probably not the Smasmoni. Because, because why, Bob? It's the What are you telling us? What are you telling us? What are you telling us with your crappy ideas.
2: art, Bob? Still,
0: Donahue a is just camera. very abrasive. Yes, it's not traditional art.
2: Oh, boy. I grew up watching Donahue. He was on, you know? Ricky Lake was on. Yeah. Sally Jesse Raphael with her big Hello, red glasses.
1: Connecticut. Go, you're on. Mar- <laughs> oh, <it's good> times.
2: <laughs> and Marlo Thomas is married to that guy? Yep.
1: You know, I think he is They're softened. Cute.
2: I think he is softened. But he was, he was pretty abrasive. <laughs> and just very animated with his body and well, always squeezing. I, I say, and...
1: Bob actually handled it really well.
2: Well, he Bob just... only has one gear and it's cruise control. Right. <laughs> Although, but he showed how rattled he was by saying Smithsonian instead of the Smithsonian.
1: Oh, poor guy.
2: Oh, I'll get I'm that. Get is that, that your phone, Donna? Is that your landline? Everybody it, listen it to is. that. Kids, if you're listening, that's a landline. Um, it's a phone connected to your house. Will we? Is this going to go to an actual answering machine? Hi, you've reached the
1: Valentines. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't know how to silence it. Silence.
0: Is that a rotary phone?
1: How dare you! That's a fair question, (laughs) Rob. Well, Rob, (laughs) Rob, Rob.
0: I actually interviewed Mary Tyler Moore one time, and I'm terrible about archiving stuff. And I got her to say it, and I didn't save it. Oh.
1: You got her to say what? (laughs) Oh, Rob! (laughs) Oh, Rob! What do you think I was talking
0: about? Oh, I didn't know. I
2: don't know. Oh, no. Because you said it, didn't you? You know, my yeah, sister loved Joan I Cusack. And I interviewed Joan Cusack once. And at the end, I was like, she's just in love with you, blah, blah, blah. And then she said, well, why don't we call her? Joan Cusack calls my sister. My sister doesn't pick up. She leaves oh. this long message. She gets it, is like, oh, my gosh. And then my sister, uh, not long after, accidentally deleted the message. <sighs>
1: Oh, that's too bad. Wait, you dropped something. (laughs) Oh, wait, there it is again. Oh, was that a name? It
2: was.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. Oh, that's fun. When we come back, uh, let's talk movies. So much to talk about. I love this Eugene Levy story.
2: Oh, it's really, really cute. He uh, had some big stars paying tribute to him. It was very funny, it was quite touching. You'll hear it next on my talk.